Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today I'm going to ask the question, do time machines exist? I'll say it again. Do time machines exist? And I'm going to, very best of my ability, attempt to prove that without the help of God, people can either see or actually travel through time. First, I'll start with a disclaimer, because I'm going to be touching on some very delicate information. I cannot prove some of the points in this presentation, as you might well guess. It does contain some speculation, which the viewer has to decide whether it's true or not. I'm not saying anything bad about any person or any organization here. I'm simply trying to answer that question. Okay, so the next question that we all have to answer is, what do we call proof when we're talking about a time machine? If you are expecting me to show you a time machine, let you sit in it and take a little ride in one as proof, then no, I'm not going to have proof for you. If you are literally talking about you want to talk to someone who has first-hand sighting and use and understanding of the time machines in order for you to call that proof, then no, I'm not going to have proof for you. But if you conclude to fill in the blank here, that is the only way blank has happened, then yes, I'm probably going to have proof for you. If you can say, well, it's the only way blank information or blank exists, yes, I think I'll have proof for you. If you can say it's the only way that blank knowledge could possibly be known, then yes, I think I'll have proof for you. So let's get started. First of all, I wish that I had this guy's name and number, and I really, really wish that I had saved the broadcast, but probably 10, 12 years ago, I do remember that it was right here at this desk that I had the radio program, but I interviewed this guy, and it seems like his name was Richard, though I'm not certain. But it seems like I do remember he's a lawyer. I do remember he's in Seattle. I think his name was Richard. But anyway, I interviewed him. I remember it was in the evening, the only time he could talk. But he was, he told me a story. Again, I can't verify this, but it sounded, let's put it this way, it rang in my spirit as being true. He said he was actually a young prodigy. His dad, as a result of that, had called the government, and the government was very interested in this young child because he was extremely smart and got him involved in a special school, and then that special school introduced him to the secret government projects. He said as a young child, he began to travel through time. He actually claimed to me that he had traveled over 100 times through time. And believe me, I interviewed him for several hours. I asked him all kinds of questions, and he seemed to have the answer for every one of them. He said that uh, it can send you to any point on this planet or any other planet in the solar system at any time, past, present, or future. In other words, if it, they wanted to, they could act like it's going to move you from, we'll say, Seattle to Dallas in just a few moments, or put you on the moon or any place else you want to be. That's what he claimed. He said he had claimed that he had been to Mars and uh, at their underground facilities many times. He said he was kind of like going on an elevator. He said, go on an elevator, push a button, he said, and then you would seem like you traveled through time. He says, there was a time tunnel. It kind of twisted. He said, but it didn't last but just a moment or so. And he says, and then you're in another elevator and you are there. He said, that's the way it worked, the one that he was in. And he said that, uh, he said that, uh, he says, he, he, he said he went to Gettysburg. He said he was at the Gettysburg address and he actually had me pull up a picture similar to the one that you're looking at. This was not the picture. I tried to find it, but it wasn't the picture. But he said it was a picture similar to this. And he actually pointed out 
And he said, you see that young child there? And I said, yes. He said, that's actually me. He said, they told me to stay out of pictures, but I didn't know they were taking that picture. He said, that's actually me. And kind of like you see some of the people's faces on this one, they're blurred. And he said, and that picture was blurred, but he said that was him. So anyway, I can't prove any of that, but it sounded logical. It sounded like the truth to me. And he didn't sound like he was cooking up anything. Uh, busy guy. I was lucky to get the interview. Okay, so now let's go on to the next thing. So this is back in October 2005. This is Stephen Dollins. His wife was the very first employee that Prophecy Club had when it started back in 1993. And they, she still works for Prophecy Club to this day. You can call Prophecy Club. You ask for Joanne Dollins. She answers the phone. And you can say, is all of this true? And she'll tell you, yes. Okay, so the story on this was, so he was our praise and worship leader, a lot of the Power of Jesus Crusades, uh, been with our ministry, again, almost from the beginning. But he said uh, the story was, and this is the DVD here over on the right-hand side that he made back in 2005. He said he went into a store and he bought this card game. And he says, you know, it was just laying on the counter there and he picked it up. He says, what much? He said, I bought it. And he said, but I really wasn't too interested in it. So I took it home, threw it in the drawer, and it just sat in the drawer for a number of years. He said, but uh, one day I opened it up, I began flipping through it. He said, and it didn't make any difference what the card game was or what the, the writing below it. He said, but I, I got caught by all of these pictures. He said, this was not just a normal card game. I could see that this guy had seen the future. Now, I'm going to show you some things here that I believe is proof someone somewhere can see the future. So here's the guy. The guy that uh, that actually made this Illuminati card game, and that's what's called Illuminati card game. His name is Steve Jackson, president uh, of, of Steve Jackson Games Incorporated, graduated from Rush University in Houston, Texas. He's a writer and game publisher, and apparently he is one kind of a smart guy. And also I'm going to say apparently either he is extremely lucky at guessing, I don't believe so, or... Somebody somewhere along the line had to give him some inside information about the future. The reason I say that is kind of like Steve Dolan said. He said, well, the interesting part about this, when he started coming out with these, these games, he said, March 1, 1999, the United States Secret Service raided his offices, and they were doing this based upon the suspicion that he was an illegal hacker into game designer. Uh, he was able to do a lawsuit and get all of his stuff back. But we suspect it's because they saw that he had some information, and they wanted to know where he got the information, too. Which, by the way, Steve Jackson, if you ever see this, I would certainly love to talk to you, brother, so please call me. But I uh, had no idea how to get a hold of him. Anyway, so Steve Jackson, yes, give me a call. I want to know, know how you knew all of this. All right, so here we go. This is the uh, front of the game called One With, well, it's not called One With Everything Factory Set, and it has apparently several of these card decks of cards in it. Now, this is what they look like. Over on the right-hand side is the kind that Steve got. He just bought a booster pack, I believe he said it was. And then the left-hand side had several packs in it. This is the Illuminati card game. It's all this, just a card game. However, these two cards made this card deck famous. Illuminati cards and also Stephen Dollar. Because if you Google Illuminati cards, you will find thousands <laughs> of websites out there on Illuminati cards. But Steve Dollins was the first one that saw it. 
Steve Dollins was the first one that tied this in to this guy, had some inside information. He saw some things that were amazing. Illuminati cards. All you got to do is do a Google search on it, and boom, it'll pop up. Now, these two cards are the ones that really caught his attention. Because if you look on the left, you see the Pentagon on fire. Okay, who'd ever thought the Pentagon would ever be attacked? Then if you look on the right-hand side, you see the, uh, the Twin Towers. But it's not just that the Twin Towers are, have, have an explosion. It's that the explosion is taking place at the exact place where the plane flew into the towers. Here are some actual pictures. So on the left, you see the illuminated card, 1995. On the right, 2001, an actual photograph. Does that look like an accident? So I'll ask a question. If there is not a way to see into the future, then how do you explain this? Okay, fine, I'll give you the fact that, well, maybe this one, maybe these two cards here, maybe just maybe, it's just an accident. Maybe he just uh, had a bad dream. Maybe he had some pizza that night. Maybe he decided to draw this all out and just happened to hit it. Well, maybe he got it right on one or two, but he can get it right on this many. It's about what I'm about to show you here. So I believe somehow this guy was shown the future. And I don't know if he saw the future or if somebody helping him with the games. Again, I'd like to talk to Steve and find out how he got this information. So if you look at that card, the Pentagon, that's not exactly where the plane hit, but it's really close. Close enough to, to pass. Also, this uh, rap group called Coup. Uh, debuted their album two months before the 9-11 attack. But then if you look at the word coup, coup, the definition is a sudden and violent and illegal seizure of power from a government, which tells us that's, what the, that's exactly what they were trying to do. And to a certain degree, they were successful. Not totally, but nevertheless, if you look at that picture, it shows almost exactly the same thing. This is two months before 9-11 happened. I'm saying somebody knew something. Now, I debated about whether I want to put this next thing in here, but I think I will. I called, uh, I think I will not give you the name on it, but uh, I called a friend of mine, it's a prophet, <clears throat> a well-known prophet. I called him right after 9-11, and I said, say, did you get anything on this 9-11? He said, nope, not a thing. He said, but I will tell you this. He said, on the morning of 9-11, he said, phone rang, picked it up, and he's a longtime friend of mine. He says he's real high up in the secret agency stuff. And he said, do you remember I told you that there's going to be a plane fly, fly into the World Trade Center Tower? He says, yeah, yeah, I remember. He said, turn on your TV. He said, so I turned on my TV, and he said the first plane had just flown into the first World Trade Center Tower. He said, now keep watching. He said, there's going to be another plane fly into the other one. He said, both towers will fall, but the second one hit will fall first. And he said, and there's more to come. Now, it's possible that these guys got some of that kind of inside information, or perhaps they actually saw the future. I don't know, but I can tell you this. Somebody knows something special. Then if you look at this card, it says enough is enough. And that's kind of Donald Trump's heart. I mean, that's why he ran. He says enough is enough. I'm going to put a stop to a lot of this. So the card was designed in 1995. If you look at the picture on the right, I don't think that's an accident. 
if you look at the card, if you look at his eyebrows, you look at the eyebrows of Donald Trump on the right side, somebody saw this picture. But they saw it six years ahead of time. Cannot look. You, you cannot say that's an accident. I don't think so. Here's another one. Charismatic leaders on the left see a fellow with blonde hair facing a big crowd. You tell me someone else, anyone else in the world that has blonde hair like that, that can draw a crowd like Donald Trump. Anyone else. No one. Somebody saw the future. Let me say it again. Somebody saw the picture. Because here's a picture of Donald Trump, blonde hair, facing the crowd. You can see in the distance his hands in exactly the same position. Not an accident. Now, this one, you can smooth by this one real easy and not see it. So before I read this down below, I want you to look carefully at these pictures. Look at every detail. Every detail. Really look at the pictures close. Now for you in Radio Land, what we're looking at is the picture of the Century 16 uh, in a movie theater. So now I'll read it to you as they're looking at You study the pictures and I'll do the reading. So on July 20th of uh, 2012, a mass shooting occurred inside a Century 16 movie theater in Aurora, Colorado. During a midnight screening of the film, The Dark Knight Rises, dressed in tactical clothing, James Egan Holmes set off tear gas grenades and shot into the audience with multiple firearms. Twelve people were killed, 70 others were injured, 58 of them from gunfire. It was the deadliest shooting in Colorado since the Columbine High School massacre in 1999. Now, look carefully at the pictures. Now I want to show you a card. Look at the card. Look at the card. And in the background, you see these lines. You see the, the lines of the Century 16 movie theater. Over on the right side, what do you see here? Look carefully. You see this, these lines in the background. They look kind of like, oh, uh, shining lights. But they're not shining lights. Somebody saw this in the future. Then look at this. You see the, the lines of the 16 movie theater are exactly the same in the picture. Here again, now if you're, if you're listening to this, I can tell you right now, you gotta, here's what you do. You get the Prophecy Club app, download the app, and you can watch it, or you can also go to YouTube, Prophecy Club channel, you can watch this. Let me back up and show you again. You'll see this design right there in the card. So this was what, uh, 2012, 1995, what's that, uh, well, what is that, Stan? That's 17 years. Somebody saw 17 years in the future. See, this is exact, this is exact, this is exact, exactly the same angle, everything. This is not an accident. Somebody saw this, and that's the only way you can get around it. Somebody saw it. Now, here's another one. The idea of a spherical, uh, a spherical earth appeared in ancient Greek philosophy with Pythagoras in the 6th century B.C. In the early 4th century B.C., Plato wrote about the spherical earth, and by 330 B.C., this is before Christ, his former student Aristotle provided evidence for the spherical earth, or a round earth theory, 
And, of course, if you've been up an airplane, if you've been in a ship, you know, if you're any place in modern world out there, you know that the Earth is round, the moon is round, the sun is round, all of the planets are round. There's not a coin-shaped anything in the universe. Can't be. But some people of late, over the last five years, think that the Earth is flat. What do you think about that, Stan? I said, I'll say I think that they are misunderstood, and that's as nice as I can possibly say it. All you got to do is get in an airplane and fly for a little bit, and you can see. It just, it's no, but the point is, somebody saw that in the days ahead, way back in 1995, somebody saw that there's going to be a rise in people believing that the earth is flat. That's not an accident. You would not have been able to look that up in the newspaper. You would not have been able to guess that. Who would have guessed that? So I'm saying somebody saw the future. Okay, now we're looking at five cards, and I believe that they have to do with the coronavirus. For example, the first one is quarantine. Now, somebody to come out with some kind of a statement even a year ago saying, hey, the world is going to be put into a quarantine. We'd have said, eh, you're crazy. Yet today, that card that came out in 1995, here we are in 2020, so we're talking 25 years ago. 25 years ago, that card said there's going to be a quarantine. Well, boy, it certainly hit today. Now, if it's just that card, then, yeah, well, maybe you got lucky. But in light of all the other things, I don't think you got lucky. I'm saying somebody saw the future. Then population reduction. There's a lot of people that says this whole coronavirus was actually part of a population reduction plan. Then we look at media blitz. All right, well, have we not seen because of the coronavirus you couldn't turn on any news program any place except for its coronavirus? Coronavirus here, coronavirus there. This is how you get it. Here's how you get rid of it. You got a social distance, all this. Wear a mask. Coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. Yeah, there's been a media blitz having to do with coronavirus. But then it says resistance is useless. Have we not seen the governors say you got to do this? They've even started giving churches tickets for in their their cars, sitting out in their cars because they're not social distancing enough. We've seen businesses get tickets. Uh, I mean, it's it's certainly been a media blitz. It's certainly been them saying resistance is useless, even though there's been some law, lawsuits filed saying, no, wait a minute, this is against the Constitution. You can't tell us to close our business. You don't happen to cooperate, but it's only when we feel like there's a reason to cooperate. Like at this point, it's past the reason. And, of course, at this point, a lot of states are now letting people open up. Then, emergency powers. Have we not seen emergency powers, in my opinion, put to good use, but have we not seen emergency powers used? So if you put that all together, quarantine, population reduction, media blitz, resistance is useless, emergency powers, all of that is amazing. But the amazing part, this came out in 1995, 25 years ago. I'm telling you, somebody somehow saw the future. Then we look at the next one. Now, I can't say this word because if I do, the filters will pick it up and they'll probably pull the whole video. But you can see it. Now, what is this stuff? Numerous sources say that what they do is shock someone or put them in great fear until this stuff flows in their veins. And then when the stuff starts flowing in the veins, then they drain it out. My understanding is it's like about the most expensive stuff on the planet. Why? Because, and again, I don't know if they inject it or if they drink it or whatever it is, but probably they just 
put it in there, like maybe even a drop at a time, according to one video I watched on it last night. And I know I've got a lot of videos I can't share with you. I can't share with you how uh, or even where to find them because I, I just, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know how to tell you that. But anyway, apparently they just put a, a drop or two in their tongue and it really revs them up. And it gives them eternal life. There's many different sources that says this stuff actually begins to take away wrinkles and heals them. It, that's what they're saying. The stuff gives eternal life. Most expensive stuff on the planet, but it comes at the expense of someone else being tortured or scared to death or something like that. The interesting part is, 25 years ago, this guy comes up with these cards that says immortality serum. Immortality serum? So he's saying that there's some kind of a serum that can cause people to have eternal life. Well, Revelation's been saying this for a long time, Revelation 9, 6. And in those days shall men seek death, and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. Well, duh, there it is. Then the next card is new blood. Well, that's what this is talking about. This is what it comes from, and this is what apparently it affects. So those two cards... If it was a year ago, it's amazing. 25 years ago, I'm telling you, somebody, somebody somewhere, somehow, has a way to see the future. Whether it's a, a machine, I don't know. But I don't think it's God. I don't think God told them those kind of things. Joel 2.8 says, Neither shall one thrust another. They shall not walk everyone his own path. And when they shall fall on a sword, they shall be not wounded. Now, either they have a coating where the sword will not penetrate, or what I think, is the sword penetrates, but they pull the sword out and they get instant healing. That's what we're talking about. And that may be why all of these children are getting abducted and disappearing. You know, there's like 40,000, maybe more than that, 40,000 American children disappear every year in America. This is just in America. What are they doing with them? Where are they going? Right there. Let's go on. Then we know that the coronavirus had to do with China. Now, according to numerous people out there, the reports are that the coronavirus started in China. We don't know who made it. There's some conspiracy theories on it. I don't know who made it. I don't know who released it. But there is no question that it started in China. And there's no question that China did not do what they were supposed to do in containing it and also warning the world and let the world come in and to investigate it and help them. So a lot of people are blaming China, blaming China China, along with the World Health Organization, or another way of saying that, is the Center for Disease Control. So the disease wasn't controlled. You put those two together, and those, again, and that was 25 years ago, it's amazing. I'm telling you, someone saw the future. To be able to say international communist conspiracy tied together with Center for Disease Control, or what we would say today is World Health Organization. Matter of fact, Trump has even cut off the funding to the World, uh, World Health Organization. Then the next card says sweeping reforms. Have there been sweeping reforms already? Just the election of Donald Trump is a sweeping reform. However, let's look at what Terry Bennett was told. He says, I saw in the governmental arena that we'll go through a dramatic change in our government. Well, Trump's election was a dramatic change in our government. And there will be a time of anarchy and chaos. And for a while, we'll have a fractional government. Why would America have a fractional government? Well, maybe it's because 169,981 sealed indictments got, uh, got served, and a lot of them were people high up in government. Don't know for sure, but 
inside sources, rumor has it, things floating on the internet, says that many of those people have already been served. Anyway, the, for a while we'll have a fractional government, which means basically our government come down to the state level because the military has to step in and seize control of our federal government. He said, you call it a coup, but in all honesty, it'll be to help our nation. That's why the military will have to step in. So he has a card that says sweeping reforms. 25 years later, we're seeing sweeping reforms. Not an accident. Somebody, somewhere, saw the future. Next card says conspiracy theorists. But the interesting part is, look at the guy. Okay, so he's wearing a coat. He's got a tie. He appears to be on TV. And he's pointing to a chart, or he's pointing to a blackboard behind him. And I've got two other pictures here that I pulled off the Internet. All I had to do was just type in uh, conspiracy chalkboard. <laughs> Boom. There's all the pictures. Several different people doing almost exactly the same drawing as he's doing. Now, this is recent. But this guy made the card in 1995. Somebody saw the future. Not an accident. I mean, how many things have to happen before you have to say, Okay, not an accident. Here it is. Next card says Senate Investigating Committee. Now, I would probably say probably House Investigating Committee would be more accurate. But nevertheless, there's been a lot of investigations going on, such as Obamagate, which in my opinion is spying on Trump and his associates. See, I think that their, their whole plan was to spy on Trump and his associates because these guys live evil lives. They live lives of lying and blackmail and corruption, stealing, killing. They worship Lucifer probably either by name or indirectly. So they can't live a clean life. They don't believe anybody can live a clean life. And their thought was, okay, we are going to just spy on Trump and all of his associates. Because we believe no one can live a clean life. No one can run a righteous business. So we believe that it's just a matter of time before we can find some dirt on him. So they started Obamagate spying on him. But they couldn't find anything. So then they brought up the Mueller probe. They looked for three years. Millions of documents. Thousands of interviews. They didn't find any dirt. Problem is, they didn't find any. So then they cooked up the Ukrainian impeachment plan. Well, this was their last shot. Three strikes, and they're out. And sure enough, now three strikes are out. They couldn't find any dirt on him because what they were going to do is find the dirt, blast it into the news media, which would cooperate with them, and they were going to stop him from getting elected or if he got in, get him impeached. That was their plan, but it didn't work. However, the card says, Senate Investigating Committee. Well, we've certainly seen a lot of investigations Matter of fact, the Senate right now is conducting some investigations on the Democrats. So all of this is exactly right on. 25 years ago, nah, didn't have this kind of problem. Even four years ago, didn't have this kind of problem. So for someone to come out in 1995 and say this, I'm telling you, someone saw the future somehow. Now, this one is very interesting. You talk about specific, you don't get much more specific than this. So the card says, pizza for the secret meeting. Okay, pizza doesn't say much. But when it says for the secret meeting, that's really, really, really big. Because in March of 2016, 
the world was introduced to Pizzagate. Pizzagate is when the personal email account of John Podesta, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, was hacked, according to Wikipedia. The emails contained coded messages connecting several, oh, listen to this, high-ranking Democratic Party officials and U.S. restaurants with an alleged human, look at this, look carefully at this word, human trafficking and check child sex ring. Well, it's actually, it's more than that. These evil people in high places, and I'm not saying these particular people are, are doing this, but what, what really Pizzagate is, it has to do with, you know, it's, it's so filthy, it's so evil, I, I don't even like saying it, but it has to do with eating human flesh. I know, it's ridiculous. And it's, I almost feel like I need to wash my mouth out having to say that. But the problem that is, now again, I'm not saying that, that John Podesta or Hillary Clinton is involved in this. I can't prove it. But I can say that there are people that are involved in it. But that's what the Pizzagate thing was, and this is what it's talking about. So apparently, when it says pizza for a secret meeting, it's saying that these people are involved in something like this. And Pizzagate, this, this is straight out of Wikipedia. It goes on to complete the, the part, and it says, one of the establishment allegedly involved in the Comet Ping Pong Pizzeria in Washington, D.C. And I've got a picture of it. But the point is, if we're trying to ask ourselves, does someone someplace have a time machine or something to be able to see the future? And here, there is no question. You can't say pizza has something to do with a secret meeting 25 years in the past unless... Some of it comes to pass. I'm telling you, someone, someplace, saw the future. Next card says nuclear accident. Okay, Fukushima. The nuclear disaster, most severe nuclear accident since the 1986 Chernobyl disaster. The accident was started by Toku earthquake, and this one specifically shows a crack, shows that there's an earthquake that started a nuclear accident. Earthquake, nuclear accident, not an accident. Someone saw the future. If you summarize all of this, the movie Paycheck told us that it uses a laser to see into the future. The movie Time Cop used a rocket to fire him into the future. The movie Back to the Future used a DeLorean car to do time travel. The movie Time After Time chases Jack the Ripper through time through something kind of like H.G. Wells and his stuff invented. The movie Time Changer uses a time machine from 1890 to move people to present day. So there's a lot of things out there that says somebody somewhere can see into the future. All right, so what do some of the cards say is coming into the future predictions? Now, I'm not done with the time travel stuff. We're going to get to that in just a second. We're going to go back to that. But before we leave the cards, let's look at some of the cards that talk about some of the future predictions. Okay, so now let's look into some of the future predictions is in the cards. This one card says earthquakes are going to come. Well, you know, earthquakes are always here. However, the interesting part of this is February 2014, I invited Ephraim Rodriguez out of Puerto Rico to come and speak and tell us his vision. And he made a DVD, which you can get at Prophecy Club, and, or you can know, watch it instantly at watchprophecyclub.com. He was shown a vision that a large meteor would hit near Puerto Rico and cause a tsunami a thousand foot high at Puerto Rico, 
But by the time it hits the east coast of America, it would go inland from 200 foot, 200, 400 foot high and inland, destructing going in as far as 20 to 100 miles. Now, the interesting part is where it hits is an earthquake fault, which runs up the Mississippi River Valley to the Great Lakes and will split America wide open from Great Lakes all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico and cause much of the West Coast from California to Alaska fall into the ocean. So we're having this guy in. I'm thinking, well, the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. So if he's the only one seeing this, saying this, then forget it, go back to sleep. So I got on the Internet, did some research. Here's what I found. I found out that there's actually six people saw a large meteor hit near Puerto Rico, not just one. Four people saw a tsunami hit the east coast of the United States, not just one. Six people saw America split in two pieces. Three people saw large chunks of California fall into the ocean, as many have. Nine people saw America split because she split Israel. So when you put this card, it says earthquake. You put this card, which says meteor strike together. All of a sudden, I'm saying someone saw the future. Then you look at this card, orbital mind control lasers. There is no way somebody 25 years ago could have known that there's going to be orbital mind control lasers. Now, it's not here until just this year. Starlink was launched. What's Starlink? Well, Elon Musk just revealed new ta details about Starlink, a plan to surround the Earth with 12,000 high-speed Internet satellites. Here's how it might work. Right now, the 4G is the fastest download, which is at 1.4 gigabyte down. However, the Starlink Internet satellite system could be as fast as 20 gigabytes down with very low latency. Elon's rocket company, SpaceX, plans to launch 60 Internet-providing satellites each month. By the way, now they're down to doing it every two weeks. And at this point, there was 120. Now there are probably over 400 satellites. The plan is to put 12,000 Internet satellites into low Earth orbit using lasers, lasers, using lasers, using lasers, not just an accident, to transfer information between the satellites and the ground. They estimate to be 50% faster than fiber optic cables. It'll be cheap, fastest Internet in the world, 10 times faster than 4G. Right now, now this particular article said every 30 days they're putting up 60 new, well, they've gone to two weeks now. So these satellites are designed to last from 18 months to no longer, to no longer than five years, then burn up in the atmosphere. They blanket the Earth with high-speed, low-latency, affordable Internet access, but the point is they have lasers on them, and it could very well be that those lasers could be used to be a deception in the future I'll leave this because I've talked about this in other DVDs. Matter of fact, I'm just going to say that's what they look like when they launch. That's what these laser satellites look when they look like when they encircle the Earth. Or this is another way. And they communicate with each other. And they communicate with Grant, not with radar, but with lasers. Just like this guy says. By the way, they've also boosted the amount. It's not 12,000. Now they want to put 42,000 low Earth orbiting satellites around the Earth all communicating with each other and the ground by laser. So, in other words, someone saw the future. Here's two more cards. One says martial law, one says gun control. Well, you put them together, and again, now that hadn't arrived, but it's saying it's coming. In a lot of the other cards, I think it gives the whole thing credibility. 
Here's another one we talked about briefly. It's called Withering Curse. Reportedly, when this substance that I can't say the name of here, when this substance is removed, the person ages quickly. 25 years ago, no way. No way they would have known that this is possible. But today, matter of fact, I only learned about this probably in the last two or three months. No way he could have known this 25 years ago. Somebody saw the future. Next is eat the rich. Now, you know, we, we American Western Gentile Christians think it's repugnant to eat most things that, I mean, we're very strict with our diets. We eat things that, according to the Bible, are clean. But to eat people, that's ridiculous. I mean, we, we can't even say the words. Revelation seventeen sixteen, and let me just say, when I memorized Revelation, when I ran across this verse, I, I found it difficult. I found it difficult to believe it was saying exactly what it's saying. Let me read it, because now I believe it's saying exactly what it's saying. Revelation seventeen sixteen and the ten horns, that's the ten global rulers that will divide the seven continents into ten global regions. And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, that's the world government, these shall hate the whore, that's the church, or the Catholic church in specific, and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh and burn her with a fire. Now, I thought that that was more like a metaphor, uh, maybe burn her with fire, maybe like burn the buildings, but in light of what we're seeing coming out, no, apparently it means exactly what it says, that in the future there's going to be people that are actually eating human... Look, I, you know, I write the stuff, I'm just telling you this is what it says. Eat her flesh and burn her with fire. But this card predicted it 25 years ago. The Bible predicted it 2,000 years ago. You remember Dmitri was told, the fall of America start with an internal revolution. Well, here's two cards that says, one says law and order, the other one says counter-revolution. Shane Warren said he saw the devaluing of the dollar cause major rioting in the streets, looting with signs saying, I want my entitlements. Maybe this is just around the corner. Look at this one. Look at it carefully. Over on the left, you see a card that says, and stay dead. And you see a man, kind of old. You see in the background, there's a casket with flowers. And if you look at his hair, and then you look at Julian Assange in this particular photograph, very interesting. Now, Julian Assange is not dead. Not that we know of. But, striking resemblance. Julian, we pray that you're blessed. All right. Now, I say all of that to get to this. I think this is one of the most important and interesting parts. In March of 2002, there was a movie that came out, and I absolutely love the movie. I watched it several times. It's called Time Machine. And in this Time Machine, you see a picture on the left here of this of the star setting in this Time Machine, and it uses prisms and light to move through time. Very popular movie. If you see over here to the left, this is what a picture of the time machine looked like. And in the movie, it's, it has a computer. This computer contained all human knowledge. Well, I think that's interesting because today they have a, uh, a quantum financial computer. Well, they have a quantum computer. And these quantum computers probably, though no one has said it, probably will contain all human knowledge, not just an accident. He talked to the computer. The computer talked back to him. 
through these windows, through these glasses, like this. My guess is that someone 25 years ago saw that we're going to have a, a quantum computer system that will have all human knowledge in it. Also in the movie, there was people on the surface, and they were called Eloys. Most of them were white-skinned and blonde people. And during the evening hours, they would run and hide. Because in the evening hours, these people, you're looking at them here, they were called Moloch. And I don't think that's an accident. You remember the two big the two big uh, idols and, and, and devil-worshipping gods of the Old Testament were Moloch and Baal. Moloch and Baal were both child sacrifice or sex with children or sexual molesting and also even animals. Well, the interesting part of the story is these Moloch creatures lived underground. According to numerous reports, that's what is going on right now with many of the underground bases are being gone into, people in there killed and the captives being set free and then blown up or nuked. I don't think it's an accident. But this guy saw it back in 1995. The movie came out in 2002. Here's another picture of Moloch creatures living underground, and they lived by eating human flesh, just like the other things they're talking about. Here's another picture of them. The movie was written by Simon Wells. Does that name ring a bell, Simon Wells? Well, it should. Simon Wells was born in 1961. He's known for his work on The Time Machine, 2002, and The Prince of Egypt, 1998, and Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron. He's married to Wendy Wells, here it is, the grandson of H.G. Wells. Well, who's H.G. Wells? Actually, it's very important. Now, here's some conjecture I'm about to get into, but I believe I'm correct. The birth name was called Herbert George Wells. His nickname was called The Man Who Invented Tomorrow. I don't think he invented tomorrow. I think he saw tomorrow. I don't know how. I don't believe it's God. But I believe H.G. Wells saw the future, and his son somehow got that information passed along down to him, and that's the reason he also made a movie called Time Machine. Now let's, let's get, look into H.G. Wells, because this is actually real important. H.G. Wells was born in London suburb of Bromley in 1866. Stan, are you saying they may have had time travel back as, as far back as 1866? Yeah. Yeah, maybe they did. Began his literary career in earnest in 1895 with the publication of his first novel, The Time Machine. Until his first success in life had been a patchwork of unsatisfactory draper and chemist apprenticeships. Did you get that? So he was just a common guy working an apprenticeship as someone that works with drapery and chemistry. It was nothing. But then all of a sudden, something happens. I believe somehow he got introduced. He's not a Christian. Matter of fact, I was about to tell you, he was a big fan of Darwin. Somebody somewhere introduced this guy and showed him the future. That's what I really believe. Can't prove it. But it's like in here, in our spirit. Bible says that the Holy Spirit would lead us into all truth. I believe it's truth. I believe he somehow, I don't know if it's a time machine I don't know what. Somehow, this guy was shown the future. Not just an accident. He wasn't just a good writer. Let me go on. So he had these apprenticeships, drapery and chem uh, chemist uh, apprenticeships, that were interrupted by stints as a teacher's assistant. Just a common joke. And eventually, acceptance into London's normal school of science. 
where he studied biology under Darwin's bulldog guy. This is called T.H. Huxley. So that's where he got his Darwinism. Then, once he meets this guy, this, this new age or this world gov- government guy, once he meets him, guess what starts happening? So after he meets T.H. Huxley, all of a sudden he starts writing books, books about the future. And some of the things in the books are amazingly true. He wrote, for example, Time Machine, The Island of Dr. Moreau, which is talking about the future, The Invisible Man. So did he see a time when somehow people are able to move invisibly? Hmm. Then he wrote War of the Worlds, When the Sleeper Wakes, all talking about things he saw in the future. The first man in the moon. He's talking about men in the moon. This is back in 1901, back in, what, 1896, talking about men going to the moon. Many of his things, my opinion, are not just good writing. It's not just, I don't think he saw it in dreams. I don't think an angel came to him. I think somehow he saw the future. Look, he was nicknamed the man who invented tomorrow. Okay, let's go on. Here's one of his books called Anticipations, 1901. H.G. Well attempted to predict the future, the Bible, or this, the Bible doesn't say, the, the, the Wikipedia says. In this book, a fascinating mix of accurate forecasts. He developed, or this is what he foretold, development of cars, buses, trucks, using flying machines in combat, flying machines in combat, decline of permanent marriage, wow, and a lot of things. Now, they said he had some misses like prediction of submarines that will suffocate their crews at sea. Okay, fine. Not every submarine was successful, but I believe he saw the future. He also wrote another book called When the Sleeper Wakes. It says, When the Sleeper Wakes is a dystopian. Now, I had to look up the word dystopian. It means someone that sees a lot of bad things in the future. Well, that's kind of a Bible prophecy student, didn't it? Only he wasn't a Christian. So he awakes as a dystopian science fiction novel by an English writer, H.G. Wells, about a man who sleeps for 203 years waking up, and then he writes about the things that he sees. So basically, he's writing the things that he sees in the future, but he's writing them in a fictional manner. I don't think it's an accident. Now, his hero was Thomas Henry Huxley, which is a big uh, Darwin lover guy. So this is where he became anti-Christian. Now, to conclude this thing, I'm going to ask you this. Have I proven that time travel outside of God, I'm not talking about an angel coming to him or a dream or a vision or something like that. We know that happens from God. But have I proven that time travel does, in fact, exist outside of God? Now, I talked to you about the lawyer in Seattle, talked to you about the Pentagon, the Twin Towers, and how they were hit six years earlier than the cards were written. Uh, Excuse me, the cards were six years earlier than the Pentagon and the Twin Towers were hit. How, remember the picture of the coup? Picture on an album cover two months before 9-11, a charismatic leader. President Trump Trump would come along 21 years before he actually happened. Mass shooting at Aurora, Colorado. Flat earthers would return. Five cards predicting coronavirus. New blood and a youth serum. And there's the name of it. The CDC in China would be linked with a virus called the coronavirus. Sweeping reforms in our government. Probably Donald Trump. Spying on Trump, Obamagate, Mueller probe, Ukrainian impeachment probe, Pizzagate, child sacrifice, human trafficking, Fukushima, the nuclear accident caused by an earthquake. Then, talking about the future things, 
We talked about how he's saying that an earthquake is coming, a meteor strike is coming, lasers controlling mind from space. That's not an accident. Martial law, gun control, a withering curse. That's very specific. Making people grow old quickly that that get this curse. People eating human flesh, revolution, counter-revolution, time machine uses light to travel, computer with all human knowledge or a quantum computer, Moloch worshipers live off of humans on the surface, mass arrests. Accident? I don't think it's an accident. Now, have I proven it? I think if someone is wanting to say, no, I've got to see a time machine, I've got to travel through time, I'm not going to believe it until I can, like Thomas, until I actually see it. No, I haven't proven it. But to the person that can say, well, how did they know this? Not just once, not just twice, but many, many, many times. And there's probably some other cards out there that I didn't run across. I think we can, we can logically say that somewhere, somehow, someone can see the future. And it's probably by some kind of a time machine. So here's my conclusion. I think that someone somewhere has the ability to see or travel, or and or travel in time. Now, let me talk about the future in another way. Ken Peters had a dream. He made a DVD about it in 2000. It's called I Saw the Tribulation. And in the dream, he said that's what he saw would be the mark of the beast. Revelation 13, 16. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, receive a mark in the right hand or in the foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Now, there's not just one mark. There's actually several things. Then we had Estania Lewis said that she saw a mark like this. She said one red. She said one yellow is red. So we made one that is red, and it looks something like that. Revelation 14:11 says, And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever. And they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Meaning, if you take that mark of the beast, you don't get soul death. Your son, your daughter, your brother, sister, a neighbor, co-worker, people you love, they take that mark, they don't get soul death. They're tossed into the lake of fire. That's what Revelation 14, 11, I read it there. I mean, I didn't write it. There it is. They're tossed into the lake of fire and brimstone, and they're tormented day and night forever and ever. They have no rest. They, there is no exit if they take the mark of the beast. Now, there's another one. There's also the number of his name. Or the name of the beast or the number of his name, here's wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score and six. This, my brothers and sisters, is six hundred, three score and six. All it is is a six inside of a six, inside of a six, and you get that. Now, that's confirmed two different ways. One is I saw that all over. As a matter of fact, I, I put a video up on YouTube called Number of His Name. Go watch it. Number of His Name. And I have hundreds of them from all around the world on all kinds of people, advertisements, everything. Uh, the, the, the TV, I started to say radio, but you can't see it on radio. But then Leslie had a dream when God showed her that I was to write a book called Miss the Mark. And she was shown in the dream that this is the number of his name. So there's actually four things you should not do. Miss the mark in the red or the yellow, whatever color it may come up with. It's going to be something in that design or the number of his name, the 666. Do not take that. So the number of his name, 
or the Mark of the Beast. Don't do that. Don't take that. Which, by the way, these are available for a free download at prophecyclub.com. Just go to prophecyclub.com, go to the download area, and you can download those for free. So there's actually four things you should not do. You should not worship the beast or his image, or take the mark or the number of his name. Don't do it. Don't do any one of those. It's eternal torment. So what do you do about it? How do you tell people? This is the way you tell them. You get this book. You give it to them. Now, they might not read it right then, but you give it to them. The Holy Spirit can always bring them back to this book. If they'll read this book, they'll never take that mark of the beast. And if they're not saved, even if they're worshiping other gods, give them the book. It's a thin little skinny book designed to be easily read. And read through it in about three hours. They read this book. Matter of fact, I'm going to say if they read the probably the first 15, 20 pages, they won't put it down. They'll read this book and they'll never take that mark of the beast. We offer one for 20. Don't do that, though. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. One set of 10 for 30, two for 45, four sets for $70 at prophecyclub.com. Now, in this book, story on this is 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. Just going to be a project. Didn't think anything special is going to happen. But I started getting revelations. Got 30 revelations, two visions, and an audible voice. See, Revelation is not written in chronological order. It jumps and skips and hops. Consequently, it's difficult to understand. What he did is show me one of the, the, the visions, a secret door, the word first fruits, that links the prophecies of Revelation to the feasts in Leviticus 23. For the first time, you can put the prophecies in Revelation in correct chronological order. This one will help you. It's, it's the key to understand Revelation. Now, in this book called Secret Door, a prophetic word said there's a lock I put on a word in the book of Revelation. I'm going to open it to you. It'll turn many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. One for 20, but don't do that. We offer this one in shrink wrap sets of five. Five for 30, 10 for 55, or a case of 60 for $250. Get both books at prophecyclub.com. You can also watch our DVDs at prophecy or watch prophecyclub.com. Watch prophecyclub.com. Our YouTube channel is Prophecy Club Channel. And my personal email is askstan at prophecyclub.com. If you're looking for emergency food, seed, and supplies, you can go to heavensharvest.com, heavensharvest.com. Enter the promo code STAN. If you're looking for a place to get precious metals, gold, silver, palladium, rhodium, something like that, Go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com, either place, tell them Prophecy Club sent you. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com. I recommend you come to our Sevenfold Miracle Crusade, July 29 through August 2, Dallas, Texas. God's called me to raise up an army of end-time prophecy teachers working miracles. At this crusade, we're going to anoint you, train you, and get you ready to push you out so that God can use you to win a lot of souls to his kingdom in the days ahead and the trouble ahead. And you get signed up at the sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Tell them Prophecy Club sent you. Do not take any of these. Get the book. Miss the mark. One for 20, but don't do that. Instead, get them 10 for 30, 20 for 45, 40 for 70. You don't have to die. You can live forever. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Okay, so how do you get everlasting life? First thing you have to realize, that you can't buy it. 
For all who sinned and come short of the glory of God, everyone has sinned. And we get it as a free gift. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, For it is by grace you are saved. Through faith. It is not a gift of, not a, a gift. It, it is not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Meaning, we can't buy it. We can't earn it. It's a free gift. So if eternal life is a free gift, how do we get it? Here's the answer. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Which means, not enough to say it and not believe it. It's not enough to believe it and not say it. Got to say it, got to believe it. Finally, Acts 2.38 says, Repent, be baptized, every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you should receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So what do you do? I suggest that what you do is pray this prayer with me. Pray the prayer with me, even if you prayed it before. Dear Heavenly Father, I confess that I'm a sinner. And I confess with my mouth, and I believe with my heart, that Jesus is the Christ. The Son of the living God died on the cross, arose three days later, sits at the right hand of the Father. I receive his blood to wash my sins away, to write my name in the book of life, and to keep me holy and save me in the day of trouble. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, if you prayed that prayer for the very first time, then send me an email to askstan at prophecyclub.com. Askstan at prophecyclub.com. Thank you. God bless you. And I'll see you next time.